When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And that's my spoke beat here. This is priceless, so, uh, Joe. The only thing that's killing me is the uh, fumes from the Sharpie. I think I'm going to throw up my, in my bag. So... <laughs> But anyway, I gotta take it off. All right, so let's let's seriously. Um, I'm not really uh, at all excited to do the show because <laughs> it's like we we you know what we should do. We also should think about doing this, like bringing some historical stuff into this, like debates about or and work whatever. Because we get to focus time because it's all the same bitch session. <laughs> we have all the time in the world. Trust me, wait till the summer. <laughs> oh God! All right. Well. Uh, let's get this going, Mike. I think we're all pretty much – we were all wrong in our prediction, so let's just get this thing out of the way. <laughs> Wait, I wasn't right. I could have well, – no, I predicted to win the first game, so I was 1-2. Uh, you, you said 1-3. and three. They went 0-4, so. They haven't – wait, they haven't gone – wait. No, they didn't play the second Detroit game. Bingo. Oh, they didn't play that yet. Oh, well, like I said, they will be 0-4. So, um, uh, let's just – we got to get into this because it's just – yeah. <laughs> Oh god! I, I want to really talk. I, I need to talk about because I was at the game against Chicago, so I just get it. Unless you saw my Facebook Live post, which were pretty funny because I had a couple million beers. But um, definitely want to talk about the crowd and everything because it, it was pretty bad. All right, let's let's do it. Let's do let's, this. All right, guys. Let's start in five, four, three. By the way, episode fifty-nine. Two, yeah. one. Go. Hello, Bruins fans, and welcome to episode 59 of Bruins Beat, brought to you by CLNS Radio. I'm Mike with Jason and Joe, as always, and this show is being sponsored by Blue Apron. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Uh, Blue Apron also prides itself on being affordable, uh, giving you a variety of foods to choose from, flexible, easy, and guaranteed. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash bruinsbeat. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash bruinsbeat. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Uh, so... Joe I'm, and Jason, I remember I uh, started the show last week with two with two thoughts about the Bruins. And my first thought was that the Bruins aren't firing Claude Julian. And, uh. and as you haven't noticed by now, the Bruins aren't firing Claude Julian. Because if you can keep your job after this absolute debacle of a week that the Boston Bruins just had, I didn't think it can get any worse for the Bruins. 
But boy, oh boy, did they get worse this week. They 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 pretty much lost in every fashionable yeah. way possible. Yep. They pretty much said, "Oh, we lost this way this game. We'll top it in the next game, and then we'll top it in the next game." It was like, "How can we lose this game to show our fan to show the fans and everyone else that we flat out just suck?" And um, yes, you in. Joe, obviously, in the group chat that we, uh, the group text that we have during the, for the show, uh, you know, we're talking during the Detroit game, the first period. Holy smokes, that was the best <laughs> Boston. That was the best Boston Bruins team I've seen all season long for a period. Oh my god, okay. they were flying. They were absolutely flying. It was like, okay, maybe the Bruins are getting it. You know, Claude's in the hot seat. Everyone's calling the team out, saying that you guys suck. You guys can't do this. You can't do that. Blah blah blah. Everyone's they're probably hearing all the noise. So they come out in the first period and they play absolutely lights out. And slowly but surely, I was talking to a few of my friends and I was like, I don't even know who that Bruins team was. They were like, yeah, but it would be so Bruins if they don't choke the way to lead. And you see 4-2. And I go, okay, 4-2, they're still by two goals. 4-3. 4-4, and there you have it. The Boston Bruins season in a nutshell because they only play for certain stretches at a time. They aren't very good. And... This is it. This is your Bruins team. This is what you get. And the second conclusion I came from last week's show was that the Bruins will be out of the playoff picture by March. I might want to switch that to be out of the playoff picture by February. Maybe the end of the month. <laughs> it's just, my, you know, we were talking, that game, as you just said, microcosm of the season. They show good effort and you know, one period, the next two periods are absolute dumpster fire. And for, that was, it, it, as you said, Claude has, as they said, one of the uh, I think uh, diplomatic immunity. He cannot be touched. It's amazing. He kept his job after that. I, I was like, "What are we doing here? Like, is this really happening?" Like after that, after the Islanders game, he was holding on by a string, and then after the, the Chicago, after the Detroit game, he basically was just plummeting to the earth. But no, Don Sweeney with his in uh, Cam Newton and the little hovercraft saved him. I don't know why. I don't know what we're they, doing. They here. were up, they, and then so they blow the lead. Then they actually, you know, respond and score a goal Adam to make it five, to make it five four. Adam McQuaid's first goal since like I, I couldn't believe that. We like the Armageddon was upon us when Adam McQuaid. Yeah, scored. Adam McQuaid's first goal since World War Two. Ah. Uh, so you go, oh my God, wow! The Bruins might be able to, you know, even though they blew the lead, they might be able to sneak out two points. And what do the Bruins do in typical fashion? They give up a goal. They give up a goal in the third period, and they go into overtime. Uh, Whatever, and then Claude shootout lineup. What the hell was that? Why didn't Why isn't David Pasternak in your top three for for shootouts? Yeah, I get it that he, you know, he's struggling a little bit scoring wise, but he's still playing well. He's still, you know, uh, passing the puck. He's still active towards the game. He's having a little bit of bad luck um, scoring wise, but he still leads your team in goals. And you don't put him in the shootout, and you put Ryan Spooner. Ryan Spooner has been atrocious this year for the Bruins, and the people that and people know that because. Even Claude knows that because he had him on the fourth line today in practice during the line rushes. But you put out Ryan Spooner. What What the hell? Why isn't David Passionate going? And then the Bruins decided to play the, against the Blackhawks. And you, you said you want to talk, talk about the crowd. But uh, just quickly, I just want to touch on it. So the Bruins decided to play against the Blackhawks. And you go, oh, wow, the Bruins are out shooting them. They're out shooting them what, like 26 to like 15? It was 17 to 5 in the first period. And they didn't score a goal. And no. – uh, the Bruins were also playing against their backup goalie, Scott Darling. Darling. Corey, Corey Crawford didn't even play. 
Yeah. Um. So the whatever. So it's zero zero all games. A tight game. Uh. The Blackhawks I think kind of took control in the third period. And what do you know? The Bruins give up another go- another goal with just over a minute to play and choke away more points. And yep. you know, like it's one thing to losing overtime and like losing a shootout to like teams that are good. Like they lost in, to Washington earlier this year in overtime. That's like okay, like at least they got a point on a bit. Like you're playing one of the best teams in the league. That would have been a good point, even against Chicago, because obviously Chicago is one of the best teams in the league. But no, the Bruins decided they didn't want a point and just choked it away. And then they played Pittsburgh yesterday and get their absolutely doors blown off. On Are national, they te- I don't think they, na- I don't think they got the point. On national um, television, yeah, you, you know, uh, you want me to go back to Chicago game because I was there. I'll just tell you how it was. Just after the first period, they, they you know, they outshot Chicago seventeen to five, and I'm like, I've seen this movie before. I know how it's going to end, right? You just know how it's going to end badly. Uh, there was a guy next to me, younger guy, probably, you know, your, you guys' ages, you know, like in the you know early to mid-20s, and he was there just dejected. And, uh, I mean, I could be cynical. I'm 43, and, you know, I'm cynical. He was like, I'm like, dude, what's wrong? He's like, I go, are you feeling the impending doom coming? He's like, oh, yeah. Say, because he knows, too. You just kind of know it. Then the second pair, they kind of turn it up, and I'm thinking – maybe they're going to pull this out. I don't know. They've really shown a lot of effort tonight. It was like a really good effort. But I'll tell you right now, that stadium, I've never heard it as dead as it is. It's just everybody's waiting for the other shoe to drop. Everybody's waiting for the bottom to fall out because it usually does. And if you spend hundreds of dollars to go there, you're probably down inside just pissed off this is all happening. So third third period rolls around. I'm probably about seven beers deep, so it's feeling good. Um I'm doing Facebook Live from the game, okay? And I literally was filming as they blew it at the end. Because I'm like, my, my reaction was, no, no. And then I think I dropped my phone. And then I picked it up and just said goodnight. And then I think, guys, I finally cracked with this team, like to the point where walking out, you know, I was up in the nosebleed. So walking down the 22 flights of stairs, um, I just took my hat and threw it. And I'm like, I am effing sick of this ass. I am done. I am just done. Because you're like, they played a good game. They should. You got to win that game at home. You got to win that game. You held one of the best teams in the league to no goals for fifty-eight and a half minutes, and you poop la pantalones again. So, the, and then Pittsburgh game. Honestly, guys, I didn't watch much. I was flipping between that and the uh, Packers Falcons game, which was another dumpster fire. So, which is and then the Patriots destroyed. You know, Pittsburgh still was in a you know in a good dumpster fire, but that that Bruins game, I was. It, I had it on the side, you know, the score, and I just saw the score going up and up and up, and I'm like, and then Claude still has his job today. So what are we doing? No, I, I, t- I told you. Last week, he's not getting fired. I'm sorry. I don't – I mean, it, I, at least during the season, he's not getting fired. And um, slowly but surely, this season is slip is fading. We're almost, in, Febu- we're almost in February. This team's holding on Over to here. a playoff spot by their – Skin of their teeth. The skin of their teeth. I mean, they're in a wild card right now, and they're two games. You know, Philly has two games in hand on them, and they're tied in points. So, t- t- guys, I mean. Well, this, put it this way. Ottawa already passed them in this oh, uh, yeah, for, sure. for points. Like, Ottawa, Ottawa's played five less five games than the Bruins, and they already have three more points. So even, if, so, even if Ottawa loses all those five games, it doesn't even matter because they have, they're already passed you. And Toronto has six games in hand. They're playing tonight against Calgary, and they're already winning. And they're up three to nothing after the second period. 
Florida, so, Florida's uh, only, you know, only two points back. Jersey, even Jersey. Oh my so god. So the dude. Bruins, the Bruins will literally be out of a playoff spot by the end of this podcast. Think about dude, that. Oh, Tampa Bay's in the last place. Wow. Tampa Bay's been struggling. But look at everyone in the Eastern Conference. No one's. Really- oh, they're all stinking up. Oh, they're all stinking up. They could all. The Bruins could be in the last place in the conference soon. Soon, really, really soon. And, people, and I don't think people are realizing that. And I don't think Sweeney's realizing that. And Neely's realizing that. They're only. I think they realize that by this point they're going down with the ship. Jason, thanks for joining the show. You're welcome. <laughs> Me and Mike were sucking all the oxygen out of the room, I think. Well, they're only five points up with. And they've played more games than everyone. They're five points up on the, on the last place buff, on the last place Tampa Bay Lightning in the Eastern Conference, and they played more games than everyone. What the hell is going on? This team, this team, literally has blown every chance they've had to uh, secure a playoff spot or be up there in points and you know save save the season. But this season's done. This season's done for, and they're not. Oh, gonna play- no, th- 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 it's going to be the third season in a row the Bruins don't make the playoffs. Um, it's it's frustrating because. And uh, where where is uh Sweeney and and Cam Neely? Cam oh. Neely Cam Neely used to do weekly press conferences on Felger and Maz last year until the end of the season where they choked away another playoff spot and and Felger and Maz put him on put really hard questions towards him and he swore on the on the air. I don't know if you remember that, if people remember this or not, but oh yeah, I remember that Chris thing. Yeah, he was Neely was so frustrated that he swore on air. And he's not on the show anymore, right? He doesn't nope. do their show. Anymore. He doesn't do it because he got so frustrated last year. And I, I, this is where I do give Claude Julian a ton of respect is that as the coach, he has, he speaks to the media every day. And he owns up to I mean, he owns up to everything that happens. He goes, I don't want to quit on this team. He had a great uh, you know, response to people asking him about his job. He was saying that, you know, my job is to make this team better. I don't want to quit on anyone. I'm not quitting on them. It's up to management. If they want to fire me, they can fire me, but I'm gonna I'm gonna do all I can. He's facing the heat. Why, why can't Nilly and uh, Sweeney do an interview? Where the hell are they? They're the only Guys. team. They're the only. They're the only management and front office people that don't do weekly interviews in this town. So, I just share some, I, sorry, I just want to share something with you. So my vantage point on the game Friday night, I could see Cam Neely's box. So you literally saw Cam Neely. He was standing up, leaning against uh, one of the uh, columns, and just like rocking back and forth, like you know, like a small child when they're upset. Like rocking back and forth, like you can literally feel the anger and the like, the, just the absolute frustration and just pissed offness just radiate off the dude. I thought he was gonna jump to his death. I was pretty sure. Um, and then also some a good quote I saw from Tim Rose's, Rosenthal over at uh, Bruins Daily. He tweeted this out after the Chicago game. Being in the Bruins locker room at the Devoy tra- trade was quite somber. Tonight was closer to funeral level. So. I, I just – they're – even the players – and I think Claude mentioned, Claude mentioned last night that um, the team isn't talented enough. Is that true? Yeah, they, yep, yep. He said we need all 20 guys to play well because we're not talent, talented enough to win on talent alone. And that's, shot at, that's a shot at the front office. So evidently there's squabbling going on. Why isn't Don Sweeney just – you know, I think we could say this because it's a scientific term. Take his testicles out and, and be a man and just fire the dude and move on. Like, what well, are we doing I've, here? I've, I've come to my breaking point where I want everyone gone. Everyone. everyone. Yeah, I, 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 I trade everyone but Bergeron, Pasternak, I think Marshall. Even Rask. I mean, I love Rask. I posted a tweet on um, Twitter the other day to see what kind of reaction I'd get if I had um, – if, if I had said the Bruins should consider trading Bergeron. People got pissed. 
but it's not out of the realm of possibility. The Bruins are in last place at the moment. They won't rebuild. Really they're, not, they're not in last place, but they're they're heading towards. They're last heading in that path. direction. They're heading down the toilet this season. And I, I'm actually rooting for it to happen. I'm actually rooting for it to happen because you know why? They'll be able to pick in the top. They'll be able to pick in the top five. I, give a get a top five pick. At least start start the the rebuilding process. They claim they don't. They're not rebuilding, but they clearly have one foot in the rebuild and one foot out, and it's not working. You can't have one foot in the one foot in the rebuild, one foot in playoff mode. It doesn't work. Like, do, do you not realize that? Like teams, teams suck before they get good. Chicago sucked. Pittsburgh sucked. Washington sucked. The Leafs they're playing a lot better now, but you know why? Because they sucked for so long, they were getting high draft picks. That's yep. what happens in this league. You can't rebuild on the fly because you're not going to be able to get uh, upper echelon talent guy at number 15. Like compared to some players at the other, like like Pittsburgh gets Crosby, uh, Chicago gets Kane and Taze, Toronto gets Austin Matthews. That's what you have to do to get a transcendent hey, player. Is suck. Yes, but the Bruins want to. Oh, we got deep playoff run. Jacobs, have you even seen your team? You moron! You pinhead! You know what? I, I can't get over the, the you know, uh, Jeremy and Charlie like. It was all about them making the playoffs. It was like playoffs are bust. Heads are going to roll. They're pretty much flatline dead right now. And they still haven't said to cut Neil. Find Neil find oh, let, let, let me speak on that one. Because I take an sure. issue with the Bruins management in that one. Because you hear all week last week there's going to be a press conference about the coaching situation. And oh, nothing yeah, comes out. I am BS about that. So they're just going to leave Julian dangling for how long? Mike, you're right. Julian's not going anywhere. But this isn't on Julian anymore. If the, when the Bruins finish in last place, get rid of Sweeney and get rid of Neely instantly. I'd be okay if Julian stayed if they rebuilt this team with a new management. Let the new you know GM that, decide. You know that rumor that was coming down that possibly Sweeney or Neely go behind the bench? That's I not actually, happening. I, I know. I would actually be okay with Neely to do that because I think this dude is probably better as a coach than he is in the front office because evidently he blows. We know that. But I think yeah, he just bring the anger. I think he was always a hard. He always played hard as a player. He always put in the effort. I think that's where he needs to be. And I felt okay with that. People thought I was nuts, but I thought he was that. You know, I think I'd be better than Sweeney because he's just a madman. I think he would be screaming at people, whatever. Work. At this point, guys, I come to the grips that probably about a week or so ago, before even this last dumpster fire exploded on everybody, I, I am to the conclusion that this it's over. That this is going to be. I just want them to absolutely plummet in the standings so we can get a high draft pick, as you mentioned, because we cannot te- you cannot teeter to our ninth and tenth because you're not going to get any good draft picks, you know, late first round. Well, yeah, even, even if you get someone tank. like even if you get someone and like say that like like last year they missed the playoffs they picked like they picked McAvoy at 14 and yes obviously they lucked out that McAvoy fell down to them but usually when you pick in that range like the year before they picked DeBrusque, uh, Zach Sanishin, and Jacob Saboral and not. And none of them are on the team yet. Do you know what I mean? No. Like, like it takes them a lot longer to get into the system, and that's why that like it's first round talent, but it doesn't mean they're ready. Like, it's it's they need to get a top five pick, and they're slowly but surely on their way to do that. Because I but think- they're brutal, but and this is this issue is still on Don Sweeney, Kim Neely, because they didn't make their intentions clear. Yes, but you see now why they didn't make their intention clear to the media because upstairs. The Jacobs have are saying playoffs when I'm sure Sweeney's probably internally thinking, you know, let's rebuild. With that being said, 
the Bruins need a major overhaul, top to bottom. Top to bottom, yep. And, and can, uh, can I ask for a request from the Boston Bruins? I know they're probably listening to our show. Probably listening, and t- yeah, I hear and, yeah, and, and taking some pointers from us. Uh, can we stop having ex-Bruins players come in and run the show? Can we get someone outside of the, of the Bruins organizations like that hasn't – it's not a former player? It's like, oh, let's just bring back all our former players and have them run the show. Can you really balance? Oh, oh yeah. Who are you gonna bring in? Who are you gonna bring in next? Byron Defoe? Don Cherry. I want Don. Uh, I want Don like, Cherry. Like, can we just pick someone else up, please? Uh, Sweeney and Neely aren't aren't qualified for their jobs. I'm sorry. Can someone even tell me what Cam Neely does? What does he do? What does he, he do? He jumbo eats jumbo meatballs. Yeah, he doesn't speak to the media anymore. What does he do? Nothing. It's a, this team's in a. This, this There's no office. accountability. And who was it? And I'm still trying to figure out who it was that put out to the media. They were going to have a conference when it came to the coaching situation if they weren't going to do anything about it. Baloney. Yeah, that thing was baloney. I heard um, when I was at the, the Blackhawks game, one of the guys said he heard in the eye, I guess Pete Shepard was going crazy because they were mentioned that they were going to uh, have that news conference the next day and fire Claude. And I'm thinking, why would they wait till the next day? Why didn't they just do it after the Detroit game? And then you get to the then you get to Saturday and then they do nothing. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. It was like, um, oh, we're gonna have a press conference tomorrow. It's like, what do you mean you're gonna have a press conference tomorrow? Oh, like, yeah, I'm sure you, you told you told Claude. Oh, Claude, we're gonna we're gonna fire you after the, uh, tonight's game tomorrow, okay? And he's gonna go out there and coach the game against the Blackhawks. Obviously not. What a pile of BS. The Bruins are spinning and turning a bunch of different stuff to the media and. They just look terrible right now. It's just this is embarrassing, absolutely embarrassing. I don't even know what to really keep saying about them anymore. It's, Guys, it's getting old fast. It's so redundant. I, I I want everyone blown up. I want the I want the front office blown up. Neely gone. I want Sweeney gone. I want uh, Julian gone. I want to uh, trade every all the trade some of the players because like this team, this roster sucks. I'm sorry, it really does. It's not very good. And I know it's, people it's, want to live in that dry fantasy world to think that, you know, the Bruins can live with Rask and stand a chance with Bergeron and Martian and all of that. Here's the truth. We're pretty close to last place. I think it's time for a change. And I know people yeah. are obsessed with their players, specifically fans. But I'm not obsessive right now. I want to see Rask go. I want to see every single player who's not putting in an effort go. Uh, guys, you know, it's funny how, when you know, I call for Claude's head, all these people, you know, the sacred Claude, Claude fans. Well, it's not his fault, it's not his fault, it's not his fault. It's not the coach's fault, it's not the coach's fault, it's not the coach's fault. Has everyone just, like, you know, just, you know, dug themselves, you know, just melted out of an iceberg and, and just started watching sports? When a team goes south, the first guy to go is the coach. Hey, is this new? This is not new. You know what I mean? Like, I don't get it. Like, people, it's not a new thing. I think Claude's done. That guy looks so frustrated and just tapped. He's tapping out too. I wouldn't what. I wouldn't be shocked, guys. Honestly, shocked that he may even resign for the end of the year because I think he's done. I think he's done with nailing Sweeney and all the the bullshit. You know, oh, doo doo. <laughs> I think he's. I think he's. I think he's tapping out. I think he really is. The stuff he's saying that he has no talent. I mean, that was a shot to Sweeney and Neely. You know. I mean, but when you think about it, he's he's right. No, he is right. Like, you look at it and you go, wow, that's a shot at management and that's a shot at, like, the, the GM. But then you look at the Bruins' roster and you go, maybe it's a, it could be a shot, but he's so right. He's so right. The Bruins need all 20 guys to 
to play well or else they lose. And that's why they don't win that many games because they don't have 20 guys that are good. Sad. Sad, gentlemen. Just, and you, just and I saw a tweet from Jimmy Murphy earlier before we started the show. Dino Chad made a comment about players not working hard. Well, now now what's happening is the, the finger point is going to start. The eternal squabbling is going to start. It's just going to become an absolute. Now, if you can become a bigger dumpster fire than they already are, which I think maybe this that's a mega dumpster fire, that's what it's going to become. That's why they need a new voice in the locker room. Shut guys up. To stop all the squabbling. And just get, you know, get a fresh outlook on stuff. That's why. And here's the funny part of all this. I used to root for this team to lose and miss the playoffs. I don't even have to root anymore. They're just doing it for me. It's, you know, you're an angry man now. You were not an angry man at the beginning of the year. You are becoming an angry man, which is good because if you're a Bruins fan, you should be an angry person. It's, you know, it's not as a logical as a logical sports analyst, seeing the way this organization is running, and a lot of people will disagree with it. It's incredible how bad this organization's run, and you know how many players and how don't want to take the blame or take responsibility. You know what? Seeing again Rask leave a game. Yeah, I'm sure he said a migraine or something, but seeing him again leave a game, it's getting annoying. Yeah, uh, I, I wasn't a big yeah. fan of that either. That, that kind of pissed me off as Tukaras left the game yesterday with, with I guess, quote-unquote migraines, migraines, or he wasn't feeling well. Uh, he might what be, a he beating. Might have, I, I, think he's, um, I think he's starting to check out, which isn't good when your goalie's checking out. He's the only reason you guys He checked out at that Detroit game. My, you know, guys, I, I think everybody's checking out one way or the other. I mean, that's why the front office sitting back and not doing a damn thing is not helping anybody. They got to do something. I read, I think it was Matt Kalman today. He said, you know, they're not even like getting anyone from waivers. They're not doing spare part for spare part. They're doing nothing. There's nothing being done. Nothing. They've lost their past four games uh, in literally. Every fashion possible. Yes. Like, they got blown out at home against the Islanders, and they said they weren't ready. They blew a three-goal lead twice against Detroit and lost in a shootout. They gave up a goal in the last minute of the game against Chicago, and they get blown out again in Pittsburgh. I mean, I I don't, you know, we're we're running out of material, guys, because we just beat this. This horse is so dead. I don't think we could beat it anymore. I think it's actually already decayed and become sediment. And it's just funny because, like, it's the same old story with the Bruins. They'll be like, oh, they have the puck a lot. They have a lot of shots on net. But it's like, the hell does it matter? They don't score. You, you know what? The puck doesn't go into the net. So that's why it doesn't really matter when they have all these puck possession stats and courses. And that's why you can take all those courses and, like, uh, advanced stats and shove them. Because they, if they're not scoring goals, it doesn't matter. What the, Bruins really, what the Bruins really need, and this is the truth, is they need a new identity. They need mm-hmm. a new face to the franchise. Team. They need to get the face of the franchise off Patrice Bergeron. Go give, like, Pasternak or Martian or somebody else the name as face of the franchise and build the franchise around them. Now, Bergeron, all right. Bergeron, you can't trade him. He's the guy, okay? He's the guy. He's been on this team since he's 18 years old. He uh, he actually starting to come around in the last four games. Um I, no way I trade Bergeron. You gotta have a guy. You know he's gonna be the captain as soon as Char hangs him up. Hopefully sooner than later. Uh, I know I thought Char was gonna be here forever, but I would just clean house, of it. clean house of everybody but the falling people. Pasternak, I like Vitrano. I wouldn't trade him. The kid's a sniper. I wouldn't trade him either. Um, 
Carlo, actually keep Carlo too, and Marchant and Bergeron. Everyone else could go. I mean, I like Rask. You know, I think he's a, he's a great goalie, but if he's starting to check out on this team, that's not gonna. That's not good. But you know, it's the same with Rask the last three years is checking out. No, nah, not cut it out. No, that's not true at all. The last three years, not. You're going the other way. You who are you? I don't even know you anymore, Jason. What are you doing at Ocean State Job Loss? What are you doing over there? <laughs> man, you sniff the glue over there in the back. But come on, man. I, you know, I like I said. I think they know this guy Ryan Richard. It's in the uh, Facebook live chat. Who I think every everything I post, he puts hashtag Trade Rask. When I admitted that maybe get rid of Rask, he's like, finally, he has seen the light. Finally, granted, uh, the Bruins don't have a backup that has a win still. So that doesn't help worth the donkey. So, uh, you know, they made a good point. I was listening to the hockey show the other day. If these backup goalies had five wins, they would have any more points, and it would be such a difference. So it just – the only move they've made is they demoted Hadovin. That's it. That's all they did. Well, no, they did, you, don't, you didn't hear the breaking news of the Bruins that they sent down Antoine Bleed to? Oh, yeah. Well, And then Jimmy Hayes got finally got benched. But, hey – a blind squirrel gets a nut once in a while and realizes that he's just uh, a waste of flesh. And Matt Pileski's so, back, Joe. Obviously, the Bruins are breaking news left and right. They're breaking, you know, they're breaking hats. But here's the you thing. Know, you I, didn't hear that Kevin, Miller's, uh, Kevin Miller can return to face contact? Oh, good. Yeah, hopefully contact about uh, you know contact about leaving the building or like have no more contact with them. But here, here's the thing, guys, and this is sad for me to say. And I think you, you guys know me you know, enough already. Through, know my passion about the team. It's fleeting. I said, like I said, I think uh, haven't really. The Boston Bruins are like having a you know a psycho girlfriend. Either the sex is going to be incredible out of this world, or you're going to get stabbed in the eye with a fork. We have been stabbed in the eye with a fork so many times that basically our eyes have probably been completely uh, ripped out of our heads. So it's well, let me put it this way. I used to love going to Bruins games. Now, right now, I have absolutely no interest in going. Oh, I wouldn't go. I, hey, Joe, I, I went Joe, because... let me, can I ask you if... Uh, I heard there was a lot of Chicago fans at the Bruins game. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, absolutely, because Bruins fans aren't going to sell the tickets, wouldn't you? Um, but, I Joe, actually, they sell it every game. Yeah, oh, God, that's such a lie. I looked around that place. That place was at least... Did, didn't one. I tell you that? I said that to you earlier in the year. Remember, I was like, they claim they sell it every game, but when you actually go, there's that's empty like, seats left and right. That was like the Red Sox when they sucked before, you know, the last – before they – you know, after they won the World Series and a couple of years before that. They said the same thing. We've sold it. You do not, you liar. <laughs> I mean, you're not selling out. The thing that really sucks, guys, is I used to look forward to Bruins games every night. I look forward to watching them. I went on my way to watch them. I would, you know, change plans to watch them. I don't even want to watch them anymore because they just – it's just – nothing's changing. It's the same crap over and over again. I get nothing but bull, bull, you know, baloney, bull crap, all the above. I wish I could just swear right now. And um, it's not enjoyable. There's nothing enjoyable about this team. Like when Pasternak was scoring like crazy, at least we had that to get kind of caught up in. Now he's been stone cold, and people are turning on him, which is ridiculous. He's still got eight assists. He's still going to probably get 25 goals, and he's still going to be a, a stud. The team is going bad. The team is going rotten. They're not going. They're not doing a damn thing. All these. I feel for the season ticket holders more than anybody because you sell so much money to see that product on the ice. <clears throat> I would not re-up next year. No way. I would never do it. I think. I think. I think you might be right about that. I think a lot of people might not re-up next year. No way. Why would they? Why would you? They because I mean, no they. Are, if you remember, they upped their ticket prices like uh, in fifteen. Like, right yeah. After. 
presents. Does any year to become a ticket, a season ticket holder next year or the year after might be the way to go. All right, I'm going to ask uh, in the Facebook Live: Do we have any season ticket holders? Uh, are you going to renew next year? I, I'd be, I'd be, uh, you know, uh, curious to hear that because you better off taking your money and just, uh, you know, going on the top of Tobin Bridge and dumping it out in the Mystic River because you probably get more out of it. My because family is actually season ticket holders, and we're unsure about renewing for next year. Oh, Ooh, look at you, Michael! Yeah, so giving money to Daddy Warbucks up in the uh, Ivory Tower. So uh, we are unsure as of now if we're going to renew because, first of all, like you said, the product sucks. And second of all, it becomes so expensive now. So why would you want to pay a premium price to watch this garbage? And it's going, well, to, be I, a few, and it's going to be a long time until they're good again. I dropped, uh, you know, beers like $12, $12 for a beer. It, it, that's just, like, insane. The food's over pro- everything. Water's a five, six, seven dollar. You, as a family, if you take kids, you can't. There's no way. You can't do it. See, it's like different with the Patriots. The Patriots are expensive now, but they're a winning team. And there's only six, there's only ten home games. There's forty two home games, forty one home games. How can you afford that on a, on a game basis? Parking yeah. everything else. So um, I, I just uh, I was reading uh, Joe Haggerty earlier, and um, I love Joe Hags. He has a. Uh, the Bruins obviously had practice today, and um, it's just funny because like Chara, like he's, Jason Benson did the Chara thing earlier, and uh, with Claude Julian uh, earlier, and Claude Julian was like uh, saying today, "Desperate times call for desperate measures." Oh, God, do you, do you know that? Do you know that the Bruins had a video session in front of the whole team, and, and Claude Julian, I guess, called out players of like where you weren't giving enough effort, where you made a stupid mistake. It's like what took so long for this to happen? This is like day one stuff where like. Like I've played hockey my whole life. I know I'm not. I'm not in the NHL, but at, once you get to the high school level, you pretty much start watching film and you start diagnosing games of well, okay, what can I do better? What can I? What did I do? To, what do I need to improve on? Where did I mess up? And we do that in high. You do that in high school. What the hell? What did it, it's what's game? What fifty one now? And they're are, they're doing this now. And calling people out and helping people be held responsible. What is this? This is. Mike, it's just it's it's a it's a cluster f. It's a dumpster fire. It's the circus of the absurd. It's like uh, now the uh, the uh, inmates are running the asylum. Claude has lost control. Don Sweeney and Cam Neely are basically uh, basket weaving or you know making a quilt because I don't know what the hell they're doing. They're not managing this team whatsoever. It's they if they I swear to God I swear to God if they make any stupid let's try to make the playoff uh, trades at the trade deadline. I will lose my mind. I will oh, never like, go down. But you don't, you don't like Stampiak and Lyles, dude. Though, how bad was that? How many? I'm not even happy with the Miller, the Kevin Miller, and Adam McQuay signings. That was, that was just what I was gonna say uh, before uh, Joe mentioned the playoff thing. Is like, um, they obviously with Stampiak and Lyles trade where they gave up pretty much four picks for for nothing. Uh, uh, Stampiak's uh, not even on the team anymore, and Lyles sucks. So uh, that was useless. But anyways, like. If the Bruins don't clean house and start making trades, this roster is pretty much coming back next year. People don't realize that. Well, they, they, like, they, tra- they trade like, ability. Crashy has no trade ability. Well, even like even still, you go through the roster, right? Uh, let's just do it quickly. Bergeron signed Guys, next year. The, we should do the report card today. I want to do that next week if, if, that, if that's okay. okay. Because like the, the All Star Games coming up this weekend, so I think next week would be a perfect uh, time. Okay, go ahead. So um. But if you look at this team, right? Go through their players. Who signed for next year? Bergeron signed. Marshan. 
They're going to have to re-sign Pashnik. Hopefully they do. But he's restricted. So usually when players are restricted, it's easier to sign. Uh, but then, look, so those, there's already three guys pretty much locked in. Bacchus signed. Boleski signed. Krejci signed. There's already your six six forwards signed for next year. Then you have then you have the only player that's the, uh, that forward. You have uh, Riley Nash signed. Jimmy Hayes signed. How about that, huh? Um, Krejci's a minus ten. That is unbelievable. So you like you look at all the like uh, they, like Dominic Moore's on a one year deal. Ryan Spooner is up after this year, but besides that, they're all like, pretty much signed. You go to the defense, right? Chara signed, Carlos signed, McQuaid and Miller signed, Tory Krug signed, Colin Miller signed. It's the only play, the defenseman they're going to be really losing next year is Joe Morrow and Lyles, but they both suck anyways. Their whole defense sucks. It, it, what what is, what's going to give? This whole roster is signed for more years to come. What is, are we going to have to be locked? Yeah, you guys want to know? I'm looking forward to the press conference right. in April when the Bruins finish in last place. Oh, that's what I'm looking forward to. I, I oh, this is the, the the problem with this team is they're they're fence sitters. They don't it's either you know crap or get off the pot. Are you going to go for the playoffs or are you going to just tank it and try to get a draft pick? At this point in juncture, they're toast. Unless they go on an epic run, and we're talking eight to ten game Columbus, you know, winning streak, Minnesota winning streak. You know what really sucks too is that the hat the Canadians are not lighting up the world. They're struggling really badly. Like, oh yeah, they started up on fire. They started like thirteen and three or whatever, and then like yeah, they they've been really. Carey Price has not been good. Re- they've been, yeah, they've been sucking recently. You know, listen, I wonder how many. People, if the, yeah, listen, look, and let me put Carey this Price. in perspective. If the Bruins could make the choice to tank it, at the very worst, they could get a third pick in the draft. Based on what the standings well, look go. like right now. Just going back quickly, was going to Carey Price. How many people in Montreal say get rid of Carey Price because he's struggling? No one. You know, like, that's just with the Tuca haters here. But if, like I said, if he's checking out, that's a bad thing. But I, I just think this team needs to be sellers of the trade deadline. Just try to sell – just try to trade who you can, except those couple guys. Crutchy, I don't know. He's a minus – that is just mind-blowing. You know when this team was doing good in the glory years of the last, you know, four or five years ago? Everyone was a plus. Everyone. And then the few guys that weren't, you know, weren't, were not playing that much anyway. There's only four or five guys – this let's see, one, two, like six guys over, you know, either zero – or a, you know, or a plus. That is amazing. That is just scary stuff going on. But and and, and uh, so you're looking at the roster too, right? And it's like even if you like say you want to blow it up and start trading these players, people got to realize that other teams aren't going to give up much for these for these players. You know, like the Bruins might have to like lose a lot of some of these trades because, like you said, Krejci doesn't have a lot of value, and I don't. Bleskis is not going to have a lot of value. Ryan Spooner is not going to have a lot of value. McQuaid Miller aren't going to have a lot of value. The players that you're going to have, the players that you would think would have value would probably be, you know, Tuca would have value, obviously, and then you have uh, Bergeron would have value, Marchand, Pashnik would have value. Vetrano would have a little bit of value. But besides that, Carlo, obviously, I'm not, I know, but this on that, Carlo obviously would also have some, some appeal to other teams. But you're talking about five players that, that we just talked about that we want to keep are the only guys that you'll probably get something for. You, you know, there was a couple of guys that we let go for nothing. And I don't know if they're going to amount to anything, but I would have liked to see them have more of a shot with Seth Griffith and even the, the Frazier kid in the Sagan trade. You know, he, he scored that goal against Marshall, I think, in game five to win it, whatever, in uh, OT. 
and they let him walk for nothing. They got, you know, another part of the Sagan trade, they just walked away. And then Seth Griffin, too, they let him go. Were, I think, were they going to be game changers or, you know, earth shattering? No, but I think they might have a little bit of potential, but they let him walk away for nothing. So, and then we get stuck with what? We get stuck with the Jimmy Hayes of the world. We get stuck with the Joe Moros. We get stuck with, you know, I mean, whoever else that just is brings nothing to the table. Those kids showed a little bit of life, and we just let them go for nothing. That's, the mismanagement on this team, if they had a book of how to destroy a franchise, written by, forward by um, uh, Cam Neely, written by Peter Shirelli, this would be exactly the how-to to do it. I'll tell you one guy. Peter Shirelli must be laughing in Edmonton. He must be like taking his pencil thin mustache, his pencil handlebar mustache, twisting it, and just laughing, laughing at what's going on here because he just went from a team. He just basically lit the team on fire and threw the match and left and went to Edmonton. And just as they turned the corner, he becomes the GM over there. He must be laughing right now. Yeah, just give him a few years. Just give him a few years to trade McDavid. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's. Gonna, I mean, the Taylor Hall one, I couldn't believe he did that, but um, it turns out that's working out for him because uh, I don't think Hall's doing a great deal in New Jersey. I could be wrong, but um, guys, I, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, this is just. Um, hopefully, this will happen sooner or later. Then we don't have to have our hearts broken again in April like last year. That epic choke. So to the whole thing when they say, "Hey that guys, here's a fun fact for you." Sure. Bruins GM Don Sweeney hasn't made a trade in almost a full calendar year. No, oh, yeah, he hasn't done anything. Yep. They don't want to sprinkle that talent around the league, Jason. <laughs> Jason, why don't you go to your room? No one wants to talk to you, Jason. <laughs> Bye, you two finish the show. How about it? No, uh, no, no. I, I, was just, I, I was just saying, because that's what they would say. We don't want our talent uh, around the league. Around the league. Oh, by the it's way, true. did you know that the, the Boston Globe rated um, the Jimmy Hayes, Riley Smith trade is probably the worst trade of recent memory for the Bruins? No, that definitely can't be. That's not the worst. Sagan is definitely the worst. No, in recent and for Don Sweeney. The last couple of years. No, oh, for Don Sweeney. What was the What was the whole trade? I thought there were other parts to that, not just. Oh, nope, it was. Oh, it was Mark Savard's contract. Oh yeah. So you know what? That was the that was the linchpin of that whole deal. That was the deal. Jimmy Hayes was just like. Jimmy Hayes is like uh, I don't know that toy you got for Christmas that you know your mother or father thought you were really gonna love and you just didn't like it at all, but you played with it because you felt bad. That's Jimmy Hayes. I mean, he just he hasn't played in a while, right? Because I remember last time I asked when he no. played, and you're like last night. He's been stressed the last six games. Well, you know what? What would have been nice if Claude did that in October, November, and I didn't wait until late December, January, and had him on the power play. Jesus, I was like, are you kidding me on the power play? Um, yeah, I guys, you know, I, I, I don't know what to, there's not much to say. They, they, if they, I mean, I guess you could say there is some hope for the future with some of their prospects. I mean, McAvoy's playing well, um, uh, Zach Sanishin keeps scoring, uh, true, but we're two to three years away from no, that. I, I know, but I mean, I'm trying to be somewhat positive here. I mean, this, is, <laughs> Good luck. this, this shows like the weather outside here in New England where we're having uh, like a <laughs> nor'easter and a, a dumpster fight. Was a, a storm's coming? That's pretty much what the, the show's been. It's been a giant uh, storm, uh, and it's been the same well, thing for the past few weeks. But anyways, let's talk about. I, I, I don't want to talk about the Bruins anymore. I want to talk about something else quickly with oh, you guys. Um, show is this? <laughs> well, I know, I know, but uh, it's, I know. Still, it's still relevant to the NHL, and, and sure. it's the same stuff with the Bruins. Uh, I want to talk about the um, the All Star Game, and it's in Los Angeles this upcoming weekend, uh, Saturday, Sunday. They have a whole weekend. Ex- um, they they started doing the All Star games by division, 
but by by com- yeah by divisions and conferences, which I really like, and I thought that was a really good thing. But like everyone knows, all star games and like showcases like this aren't really you know like fun and comp- like I'm not really good competitive. I should say not they are fun, but they're not really competitive. But I think by doing the but them by division where it's like you get one player from each team pretty much from a division. I think last year they nailed it with that in three on three, which I think is the mo- one of the most exciting things that the NHL has done. So even though that's not in the, obviously you can win uh, extra money by competing in the NHL all-star game too. As we saw last year with John Scott, which I thought was a joke, but that's, that's, <laughs> but that's just neither here nor there. But what's your guys take on the all-star game? I, th- I think the all-star, I think NHL last year is the same thing. same style as last year. I think the NHL all-star game last year was, Unbelievable, and I, I'm actually looking forward to it again this year. Um, not to be a wet blanket, but I don't think I've watched the All Star Game since uh, Ray Bork scored in Boston in '96. <laughs> so I can't say I really watched it. I all those all the Pro Bowls, this, that, and the other thing. And then, like you said, when it went from East West to like North America versus Antarctica versus Siberia, and all this break, I couldn't even figure out who played who. You know the you know. The teams that start with the letter C versus the teams that start with letter D. It was getting ridiculous for a while. Yeah, they were, definitely, they were definitely taking around the black Joe, I'm telling you. I think they actually found a style that works. All right. I'm gonna, when's the game again this weekend? So, it's sun, it's Sunday at 3.30, I believe. So it's this, uh, so it's a three-on-three game. So pretty much it's um, – obviously it's the Atlantic Division, Metropolitan Division, the Central, and then Pacific. Um, so all those teams. So it's like all – so Bergeron – I mean not Bergeron. Martian and Rask. I'll be we're on a team with like you know, uh, Ark Poso, uh, France Nelson, Vincent Trocheck, like Shea Weber, uh, Eric Carlson, you know, like those type of players. And then it's like the Central Division's loaded. It's like Sagan, Patrick Kane, Taze, Patrick Lane, uh, Nathan McKinnon. It's I'm telling you, last year was that was three on three. It was really fun. It was great to watch. Um, I think it's gonna be good again this year. Uh. I would tune in. Jason, did you, did you watch it last year at all, or did you not I did, anything? and with the exception of John Scott, I think that that game was worth watching, especially because of how spectacular it was the goalies played. Yeah, and, like, they were actually, like, trying and competing. Do you know what I mean? Like, they wanted to win. And that's what I thought was good, even though it's, like, a all-star game. It seemed like the players wanted to be there. They wanted to win. They wanted to have the bragging rights. And the three-on-three, I think, is just exciting enough, too. Like, like people were, like... Like skating really hard and playing the body and stuff, you know. So I, I so Joe, I, I think you won't be disappointed if you tune in this weekend. Well, there's no football this weekend, so I guess I'll find time. So uh, we'll we'll discuss next. I'll give you my synopsis on that, and uh, hopefully, uh, Tuka won't have diarrhea and he'll play. Um, but uh, who else is there? Marshawn, right? Marshawn, yeah. Uh, I think. I think Claude Julien should also be the coach, and I think Don Sweeney and Cam Neely should be the front office. Let's see how they do. Uh, Sweeney should pick the all-star teams. Uh, you know what? I mean, in a way, I don't, deep down inside, I feel bad for Don Sweeney because he's probably like, what did I walk into? You walked into a hornet's nest, and you're getting bit. What a oh, – God, I just can't get over how bad this – like everybody – like it's just a drastic downfall. I think that's what's killing people because they were at such a high three years ago and just – it wasn't like – you know, fourth place, it wasn't like the sixth place to not make it. It was from first to not make it. That, oh, wow. I just, uh, God. Sorry, guys. I just, I can't, I can't shake No, that's this. okay. So I just want to, uh, just a quick update. Um, if the playoffs start today, your Boston Bruins will be eliminated. Already? 
Well, the Leafs just won, so they just passed the Bruins in the standings, which means that the, oh, the Bruins no longer hold the playoff spot. Well, you know what? I mean, the Islanders could pass them for Christ's sake. I mean, really, if you look at it now, I mean, they could pass. Everyone could. I think uh, they can get, you know, HL teams will pass them too. I think uh, high school teams. I think every team that plays hockey will pass them. They just, they just there's no hard, there's nothing. Like you would almost like say, well, you know, they they they, they, they fight hard. They lose in the last minutes. Like, you know, if they're not a good team, they showed effort any night and they just not good, that's fine. But I, the Jekyll and Hyde crap, now it's more Hyde than Jekyll. Um, I don't know whoever's the bad one. I think it's Mr. Hyde. Uh, I just I can't get, I can't I can I can't I don't look forward to him. It sucks, guys. It really sucks right now. It's like when you're with somebody a long time and you're like, I don't really like them anymore. And then you know that's it. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. I don't. Oh, really... Joe, I love you, man. You're awesome. Uh, all right, I, all right. Go, go easy. Uh, anyway, so I'm just kidding. Um, it just it's sad. I mean, I really. Yeah, I'm speechless, guys. I got no words. It's just I, I, lo- I love this team so much, and I'm just not passionate about them anymore. But it's just not. Joe, you're so negative, man. No, it's, called, be, it's called. It's called. Why are you so negative all the time? So I had a guy listen. To this, so I did my podcast. So you know, I did the uh, Facebook live from the, the Blackhawks game, and someone wrote some nasty stuff about me, and then said, "I hope you die before sunrise." I'm like, "Well, that's nice." You know, some people just take social media too far. Oh, was that was a nice laugh over there. What's going on over there, Jason? Yeah, Jason's Barkley? getting a chuckle out of that. <laughs> you know what? I'm not going to go to Ocean State Job Lot and buy my Portuguese sweet bread wait, anymore. Wait, 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 wait. Face your story. I was laughing at the thought of, the, of your re- at the thought of your reaction. Oh, I didn't. Okay, well, all right. And then I, you know, I posted on my Facebook. And my people, my people's got my back. They said, post his name. We'll go after him and all that. I, you know, I wasn't going to do that, but some people just need to. They just, you know, the truth hurts. You know me. I'm not cotton candy. I'm not unicorns. It is what it is. Most hardcore Bruins fans at this point, even the people who didn't want to fire, fire Claude before all this stuff, are seeing that the light, that this team, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. There's no way to fix this team. It is what it is. They're not going to – I just hope they continue to fall in the standings because, like I said, I don't want ninth or tenth. I want last because I want to get a good draft pick out of this deal. I could see top three in the la- top three in last place, but... uh. Yeah, top three, I don't, there's no way they catch the, the Avalanche, who actually, um, they only have... Do you know the Avalanche only have 28 points? Well, I mean... Well, the Coyotes play, have 34, but that's about it. Yeah, but the Avalanche right, so also... Avalanche have two against the Bruins, too, so... Yeah, I mean, everyone has points against the Bruins. Um, so, uh, yeah, guys, I, I you know... Who they got coming up? Because it, 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 Detroit, it can't be good. And then the All Star break. Well, they only, yeah, they, they only have two games uh, before the All Star break, and um, so it can only go. Next week, see, next week we're gonna have next week, depending on how this week goes, and not that not that I'm depending on this week to go well. But next week we're gonna do the the breakdown of these two games. We'll we'll do the do the grades for all the players. Kind oh of like a, God, how many F's can we give? It'll, it'll be a lot. It'll be a lot, and then we can uh, uh, we'll, we'll do the grades, and then. We'll, uh, I want to talk about maybe some kind of like mid-season awards in mid-season. We can make oh, we can come up, become like a mid-season award show for the Bruins, even though it's not really the mid-season because they play over half the games. But I feel like the All-Star break is kind of they always consider it the middle part of the season. We can do we can do superlatives. We can do yeah. best GoFundMe campaign. Jimmy Hayes. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. We can do like superlative grades and then um, stuff like that. But yeah, so the Bruins have two games this week. Both that both are at home, by the way. I, oh, I have I have tickets to Thursday's game and I'm pretty sorry. I don't even I don't even know if I want to go especially because the piss yeah thank you sorry sorry would, would sorry is a good word for that 
But like you said, maybe I can just drink enough beers to kind of forget that I'm there. Oh, you should. There's, they have a really good one at that convenience store they have in there. Like, it's $9. I think it's Blue Point. Drink about 22 of those, and you'll feel better. <laughs> oh, I've done that before. Like I said, I, I, I can just go in there and just get just drink so many beers that I forget what, what I'm even watching, right? All right, here we go, guys. This is what we need to do. The three of us, I think we need to all three of us get tickets to a game. we got to go to a game together, I think, and just, just be loud and, and yell at the team. <laughs> or do the, we should do the show like literally from the stands? I mean, it would be brilliant. It would be absolutely brilliant. We can get like fan. We can like uh, we can interview like fans during oh, the game and stuff. Like, like the man in the stands. Oh, absolutely. Like I said, that poor guy next to me when he was just looks like he just saw his cat, his dog die, his cat die, every animal he's ever loved dying like one time. That's I might do the same thing. If I if I on Thursday I probably do the same thing. Should I finish? I myself, you guys see yeah, so I'm gonna push fans. I can be listening to this show during the uh, when when I re- when I release this. I am keeping. All these ideas and keeping this entire show running. You Bruins fans that listen to this show when you get this far, you're getting behind the scenes stuff right here, guys. You, this is like the DVD extras. This is why you buy DVDs. Oh yeah, Joe. Anyone answer you about the season tickets? What? Uh, uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, uh, I don't think anyone wants to admit they're season ticket holders. <laughs> I mean, uh, I don't. Uh, and then we, you know what's going to happen at the end of the year? Jeremy J. Chaw Jake's going, we don't understand why season ticket hold numbers went down. You are, you have a pile of donkey doo-doo on the, on the freaking ice. What do you expect? Two years in a row, they're horrid at home. Horrid. You know? Yeah, two uh, years in a row, they're hard at home. Uh, they took away games down the stretch. They don't show up to game. Like you said, how many times can they say we weren't ready to play? Or, we weren't ready. We weren't ready. Or we're, we were fatigued. Or the new one was, I don't have enough talent. Wait, hold on. Let me get my paper bag with the hashtag. Hey, I'm waiting for Claude Julian to start blaming Batman at this point. What, what's that, Jason? You, you get the bag on the head? Yeah, sorry. Is that muffled? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just didn't know if you had the bag in your head. I think that's what you were going for. But... Well, I think I've been high the whole show because that, that shopping fumes is really getting to me. I think I actually... Oh, it feels good. Uh... <laughs> It's called. It's called. Uh, I, I said. Uh, I, I said. I went after when I checked in at the harp after the game. I said I'm drinking away my Bruins itis. What Bruins itis is is that little ho- little piece of hope you have in your stomach that gets doused in flames and with despair and doom. That is Bruins itis, guys. That's what. Yeah, we the, have. Good, the good part about Bruins fans though is they uh, they all like to get drunk though. Oh, oh yeah. I went to 42 games three years ago. Trust me, I've been there, done that, watched it all, observed yeah. it all. Bruins fans, we are some of the best fans around, and we are clowns. Especially, especially when it's going good for the Bruins. You just saw me, forty-three-year-old man, trying to cut the rug and dance up a storm with the harp with all the millennials. Oh, Joe, you were on the dance floor crushing it. Oh, cr- dude, you, you have no idea. Like for a big fat white man, I can move. It's amazing. You got some moves. You got some crazy moves. Moves like Jagger. We 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 should have like a. A Boston Bruins like dance off, like all the fans would just have a dance off. You get all the anger out, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it was that. Are you, that, are you are you a good sober sober uh, dancer though, Joe? No, no, you don't dance when you're sober, man. Jesus, what's wrong with you now? Come on, I couldn't get out of the parking. I couldn't get out of the parking garage. Me and my buddy didn't know how to put the stupid ticket in the machine. We're like, how do we get out of here? Beep the horn, no one can let us out. <laughs> yeah. Then we realized we had a, you had to scan it. You had to scan the ticket, but I couldn't see because it's lower than my car. 
I have a Highlander, so Highlander's up. I'm like, how the hell do we get out of here? Some guy's like jumping. I go, what am I, the Dukes of Hazzard? I can't jump over the stupid thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we actually figured it out after 20, 15, 20 minutes. We're like, oh, we scan it. We have to like literally get out of our car to scan the ticket. I was like, what? can we just get another kick in the junk tonight? I'm like, I, think, I think you just... I think you just described Neely and Sweeney, what they do in the office together. Oh, yeah. Well, what do we do here, guys? Ooh, I don't know how to use this. Jesus. Uh, it's like Dumb and Dumber. It's literally like Jeff Daniels and uh, Jim Carrey. It's well, just... Dumb and, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, you know, Cam Neely was in the movie anyway, so. Oh, that's true, Seabass. I wish I saw that guy come out once in a while. Like, here's your point, too, again, about him not getting on the radio. I mean, not interviewing and not being, like, having a press conference saying we're not happy with things are going. Show some balls and do something. Him and Sweeney, they don't talk. It's 50 games in and they haven't said a word. Well, if you're a season ticket holder, which you are, Mike, you'd be like, you know, I'm investing in this company. They're a company. They're a corporation. That's what they are. And I'm not doing it. I'm done. I am done. You know what you should do? You know, all those women who did that march, I applaud you all. That was great. Awesome stuff. We should do like a Bruins march. We should march down on the Causeway Street and just say we ain't ain't taking it anymore. We're done. We're not going to take it. That Twisted Sister song, you probably heard it. I know you guys did. You yeah. guys heard it on the interwebs. We should play that. We should lead this, guys. Us three. Let's lead it. You want to lead it, Joe? Let's make, let's make the Bruins great again. I mean, we started to go fund me, so we, I think we start a movement here. I think fans would join us. Just wait oh, till Blockapalooza where we get to meet the cool people. Oh, guys, that's guys, that's when we could do this. Right after Blockapalooza, we just stopped picketing. They're, 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 gonna, they're actually playing in New York Islanders. We got to do a home game. I don't know. We got to do paper bags. We should sell our own Bruins beat paper bags. I can do that. I got a son. We got some Elmer's glue. I got some construction paper. We'll get this shit done. That's what we'll do. I'll start swore again. Bleep that out. But anyway, sorry, guy. I just I can't control anything anymore because I'm just so upset. I'm just so upset with this team. Like you you said, guys saw you... me. Like, you should, I was like a crazy homeless person throwing my hat around, <laughs> leaving that game, screaming, I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm sick of this. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, <laughs> Give me back my pee bottle. <laughs> we, can sit, we can sit next to those guys that sell the T-shirts outside the game, like uh, who, uh, won I, who won I blacked out. We can like, uh, we can just like, we suck. Here's a bag. 50 cents. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Put it on. Let's, let's do it. We'll have like um, – like a craft, a craft shop, like a craft one-on-one course, how to make a paper bag, you know, for all the stupid stuff. Realize that if you're going to show it on Facebook Live, just write everything backwards because it's like a mirror. Didn't know that. Um, anyway, so we're going to do our predictions for these two games. I don't know why, as well. Yeah, they're both at home, so that should be interesting because the Bruins suck on. Tuesday night against Detroit, the team that they just, you know, blew a lead to you. Uh, and then they two, Thursday night uh, against the Penguins, who they know just got absolutely blown out. Oh, and two. I think that's going to be a consensus 0-2 pick. What is 0-2? Uh, Alex, I'll take what is 0-2. Yep, I think, like I said, it's going to be a consensus 0-2. I don't have any faith in this Bruins team to win either game. You know what you should I'll do? Take option, I'll take, uh, I'm going to go see 0-2. You know what you should guys For the million-dollar question. We should tell our listeners Tuesday and Thursday night, order some Blue Apron, get some Netflix, and chill. That's what you should do. Yep. But seriously. <laughs> Get better off, you're better off getting Blue Apron and learn how to cook for that for an hour, and uh, like you said, find the lady or if you're if you're um, a, a lady, find a lady and a dude. Whatever you want to do. It's or or if you're a dude, if you're a dude and you want to find a dude, that's fine too. Whatever, whatever you want. Good. Whatever you, whatever you want to do. Just you you want inanimate objects or farm animals? Do it. It's fine. Unless you want your unless you want your heart ripped out or your your head to explode. Or, uh, or, it's, it's or, like, it's like, 
or a reason to drink on a Tuesday, then tune into the Bruins. You know what the Bruins are? You drunk Uncle Larry at Thanksgiving dinner. He's just in the corner babbling, causing trouble, and you're like, why am I paying any attention to this guy? Because you're related to him. You love him. You still have to love him. That's like the Bruins. They're like the drunk uncle. Yeah, that's a perfect analogy. Uh, it's like he's a, he's a drunk uncle that like uh, doesn't have like a wife. He just gets, just gets drunk all the time because he can't keep his life together. That's the Bruins. I love back in 1970 when the Bruins are good. I'm actually reading that Flutter Shinzawa book because I, I want to read about good times. So I'm reading his book right now about the Bruins. Like actually when things were good. Oh, God, the pain. Anyway, all right, all right. So we all going to say 0 2. Yeah, I, there's no way. There's no way. That, I don't think there's any way the Bruins win this game. And by the way, if they do lose these two, they'll be on a six game losing streak. And, well, Claude Julian will actually get extended three years. <laughs> just, hashtag kill me. Hashtag. Yeah, they will get. Is this okay, contract okay. up after this year anyway? Who, you know, who knows? He's they don't know. They don't, yeah, who, who, yeah, who knows? Like, <laughs> they, 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 the Bruins claimed to like re-sign him like last year, like an extension or whatever. But his, his like contract was never like revealed. Do you understand this is like a, a parallel universe nightmare? They're like, no, this is just amazing how this is. What is happening? After they won the cup, we're like, we're going to have more. They played Chicago Tough. We're like, there's going to be more. They 2014, they played Montreal. They, they go up three games to two when Frazier scored. You're like, this is unbelievable. We're going to go We're gonna go get another cup. And no. <laughs> no. And then now, now they can't even make the playoffs. It's but like, anyways, it's going to – Go ahead, I Joe. was going to say, Mike, I was just going to say it's like one of those dreams. Like you have those awesome dreams. Like you're hooking up with a page of chilies, like all of them at one time. And then you wake up. You're like, this is not fair. This cannot be happening. And it, this is the Bruins. It's the Bruins. But, yeah, so, uh, we're all probably going to go 0-2 week. Um, <laughs> but, so I think that, that means the Bruins are going to go 0-2. Oh, the Bruins will go two and zero and surprise us both. But I surprise all three of us. But I doubt that's going to happen. So, um, anyways, Bar Blues is coming up, right, Joe? Do you want to plug that quickly? Oh, I better take out my my bag. Uh, it's not bag of Palooza, it's blog of Palooza. But anyway, uh, if you guys are Bruins bloggers, podcasters, Red Sox, Celtics, Revolution, what have you, um, uh, the. Boston Sports Blog, I think the fumes from the Sharpie, sorry. Boston Sports Blog of Palooza is on the 25th of March uh, at the Causeway uh, Restaurant Bar across from TD Garden. We're going to be having a keynote speaker there, uh, Nick Gelson, who's actually the godfather of this podcast network. He'll be talking about how he started his, his whole uh, platform, if you will. Uh, we're also going to have Fanatics, who uh, is a great apparel company, which can help you earn money from affiliates. Uh, affiliate marketing, selling product on the on your page and making money, which is great. They they fuel NHL shop, NFL shop, so forth and so on. We're gonna have uh, you know a bunch of podcasts, bloggers there. We're gonna have myself, Jason, and Mike. We sign our autographs, people. You best come. And, um, our good, and our good buddy Mark's gonna be there too. Mark Allred's gonna be there. So if you like the Black and Gold podcast, you'll be there as well. And we'll just uh, complain. Well, we won't complain because the Bruins will be eliminated by then, so it'll be fine. Uh, we're gonna be drinking. We'll, uh, we'll, be, lot- we'll be talking about who the Bruins can draft and uh, as a top five pick. Yeah, that's true. Some some optimistic for a change. Uh, maybe we'll you know, get the number two overall pick and trade him in two years. Um, anyway, so you can um, you can basically register on boston.sportsblogblues.com. You can just Google Boston Sports Blog Blues. You'll find it. It's up in Eventbrite. It's free. And if you're like a journalism major in college, uh, junior or senior, it's 21 plus. Come on down to make some connections and uh, you know, further your uh, aspirations of being a writer or a podcaster or a blogger. So, absolutely. Thanks, so, uh, yeah, absolutely. We'll all be there. So, uh, that'll wrap up our show. Uh, 
you can find you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Mike Center Twenty Two. Jason's at Jason Buckley Ninety One, and Joe is at Big Bad Bruins Eighty Eight. You can also follow our personal page at Bruins underscore Beat, and you can also find us on iTunes and Stitcher, right, Jason? Yes, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher. You can find us on iTunes at Boston Bruins Beat Podcast. You can also find us on the uh, CLNS Radio app. Absolutely. So yeah. you can follow us then. Um, so do I say? I usually end the show by saying "Go Bruins," but I might just end the show on a special note today and say "Tank Bruins." Tank a palooza. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. We'll see you. Go Bruins. I'll stop it. <laughs>